Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fix. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. I love mama. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. I love food, trying new things, creating art and being a perpetual learner. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Modern Mamas podcast. This is a guest interview today. Well, it's something a little bit different. We're doing something a little bit different. This is actually a return of one of our original guests, Becca Roses. Welcome back, Becca. Hi, happy to be here today. (laughs) So happy to have you. You know, we had you back on, by the time this airs, it will have been almost a year, I feel like, almost a year ago. And in that time, you were talking about what you do. You're an epigenetic coach. You are the founder of Mind Body Genes. And, you know, please, I'm going to send you back to that episode. Anyone tuning in right now, if you're like, wait, 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 what, what, what are we, what are we talking about here? That episode, it, we dove really, really deep into what is epigenetics and what is epigenetic coaching and how can that help you? And from a very broad, broad slash deep, I guess those are two contradictory words, but we went broad, but we also kind of went deep into what epigenetics is and what working with someone like Becca can do for you. Now on the flip side, since that episode, I have since worked with Becca and she is my epigenetic coach and it has been life-changing and there's so much stuff that we learned that I feel like we, when we were chatting, Becca, we wanted to come back on and just kind of like walk people through that process a little bit more and let them know what types of things that they're going to be finding out from their epigenetic testing and working with a coach and how that's translated into their everyday life in terms of like lifestyle changes and food choices and all the things. Because I feel like it it sounds cool. It sounds really cool in theory, but I really wanted to show everyone what it really looks like, like the nitty gritty. And so I'm sacrificing, I'm volunteering as tribute to... <laughs> share my share all the ins and outs of who I am genetically at least and we'll talk about some of the things uh, that you recommended that I do and what I have actually implemented and what changes I'm seeing and so I'm really really excited I am so excited too and I'm so glad that you're willing to share all this with your audience it's such such a cool thing yes and it's going to be really good information I feel like and also we're going to do a little bit of kind of like a reverse style interview so I'm not the expert. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. I'm not the expert on this. I'm fascinated by it. But Becca, you're the expert. And I feel like 
you're going to kind of talk about the results more. So you're going to lead the conversation. I'm going to give my feedback, but it's going to be a little bit different setup today. So like tune in, welcome, get your earbuds in. Like if you're in your car driving, like let's do this and let's jump in. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. Let's- Let's start off with some questions for you so that everybody can kind of understand, you know, the motivation behind doing this and all of that. So first off, why did you feel specifically called to do your genetic blueprint? I know we had a really great episode and had a really great convo, but what really like was it a driving factor behind you wanting to do that? Yeah, I, I it's interesting because I've always, I've done a lot of testing. I have done gut testing and hormone testing and you know, all the things and all of that, all of it has been very valuable. And I think all of it came into my life in a time when I needed it, like when I really needed to like balance hormones, for instance, or really dive into like what was going on with my gut health. And as I've gotten older, it's just been, you know, there's only so far you can go, I think, with certain like broad testing. And as I got older, you know, I've fallen victim to a lot of like, quote unquote, diet culture stuff, like, you know, the latest and greatest, you got to do keto, you got to do paleo, you got to count your macros, you got to, you know, eat only meat. I mean, I've never done the carnivore diet, but I'm throwing out all these like buzzwords. (laughs) So relatable. So relatable. (laughs) Yeah. And so I've fallen prey to a lot of that. And honestly, now knowing what I know now, wasted a lot of time, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort, a lot of money, just chasing things like you you've used the phrase throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what yeah. sticks mm-hmm. and i just love that because it's it's so accurate i have thrown so much spaghetti at the wall <laughs> and you know some of it stuck mm-hmm. and a lot of it didn't and a lot of it you know i thought i was doing amazing things and then come to find out now that i really have like tuned into my like bio individuality i know that like you know, it's not harming me, but it wasn't necessarily helping me. So yeah. it was also a waste of money. And so that's really why I felt called to do it. Cause after our conversation on the podcast, I was like, this is, this is what I, this is what I need. Like, you know, even if it doesn't tell me anything new, which spoiler alert, it did, it would help me just feel like convicted in some of the things that I felt like I already knew. But not only did it do that, it did teach me a lot about myself and just shed a lot of light on some things that I've been dealing with for my whole life. And so that was a really long answer to a fairly straightforward question. I mean, I loved it. And even having like known everything that's on your report, I still got chills listening to you talk about that because it's literally the reason why behind this, it's like, Mm -hmm. we spend so much time and money and like, you know, we're moms, we're busy people. Like we don't have time to be wasting a lot of energy on that when the answers are right there. So I'm so glad that you felt that way after getting your report done. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the next question, which is probably going to be a hard one because I'm sure there was a lot of takeaways, but what was your biggest takeaway from doing your blueprint? Like if you could think of like, wow, that just was a, you know, aha moment for me. What was that? I think truly, probably, gosh, there are so many. I think the glutamate issue for me was very eye-opening because it's not something like we all, a lot of people know about like, like gluten intolerance or dairy intolerance or, you know, what have you. But glutamate, although I've heard of it before, 
it was a fairly new idea to me. And the crossover that this particular like substance has in, you know, grains and dairy and like all these other things that I was like regularly consuming, even like non grain grains. I don't know if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's just a wide variety of, of things that fall under that category that, you know, while they may be like, you know, t- technically gluten-free still don't serve me necessarily. And so it was just, it was, that was really eye-opening because it also called like kind of forced me to look at some of the like quote unquote health foods that I was eating. <laughs> and while I'm sure for a lot of people, those foods are great. Yeah. It was it was kind of very enlightening to know that like oh this is this is why like when I drink this particular brand of coconut milk I still feel like I have digestive issues or what what have you like I'm having a response. And so that was really enlightening. I also think that um and we can dive into this I'm sure we'll dive into it more. Mm-hmm. The blood sugar balance mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Because I wouldn't say it was enlightening but it definitely confirmed like blood work I've so I would started getting blood work after Bear and Cammy were born a lot more regularly. And a lot of what my blood work was saying was that I was having like pre-diabetic blood work. Like yeah. meta- I was showing signs of like metabolic disorder mm-hmm. and like all these things. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I don't like technically maybe again, like just you know, visually judging me, I may not look like someone who might struggle with like insulin resistance or diabetes, but on the inside, my blood, my blood work was reflecting a different story. And that was very interesting to cross-reference with my genetic results. Yeah. So enlightening. Yeah. It's it's crazy how it kind of confirms some things for us and really kind of puts the stamp of approval on it or like the, Mm. it seals the deal. You're like, okay, this is like actually happening. It's in my genes. So we can work with it. And it like narrows your focus down. I feel like because it can be so overwhelming, I think, because I mean, open up your Instagram app Mm -hmm. and you probably, I mean, if you're like me, you follow like health and wellness accounts who are all well-meaning for the most part. Like, you know, you should not do this and do this and have collagen every day and your coffee and like, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, how do I do all this stuff? And it allowed me at least to To really put some blinders on. Yes. To put some blinders on and be like, okay, that's not actually that important for me or I'm not really going to get the benefit that maybe other people would from it. And so here's what I'm going to focus on instead. Yeah, I love that. I like to call that the well-meaning wellness noise and it it's out there and <laughs> I try not to add to that because it's really important and people will even ask me things and I'm like, until I see your genes, it's really hard to yeah. make a personalized recommendation because it's something that I wholeheartedly believe in. And I think it's it's such freedom to be able to put those blinders on and to not have to like go for the next shiny object because we're all like, we're all guilty of doing that. Yeah. Like, me included. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. And then before we take, I know we're going to take a big deep dive on your report, which is so cool. And I can't wait for everybody to hear it. But last question is how you kind of enlightened a little bit on this earlier, but how is this genetic blueprint different from other things you've tried in the past, whether that be testing or just different protocols you've been on and things like that? How is it different? Well, I think the main thing is that it gives me like kind of like code for myself yeah. that is really, yes, I think there are things that we can do and you can speak to this too, like to turn off and on the expression of some of these genes that we, you know, have. But for the most part, like this is who I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is like, 
you know, there's, it's a hard concrete data. It's not just necessarily a snapshot in time, right? Like blood work can be because that can be affected by so many different things in that moment. And so what it really empowered me to just always come back to this as like my kind of like, I don't know, solid starting point. So that was like a huge thing. And then I loved your approach. And I will say all the other practitioners that I've worked with have been really good about this. And so it's not just like, you know, they taking our data, working together, it's all been like, this is not dogma. This is like, these are suggestions, you don't have to be perfect. But I also love that when I'm working with you in particular, it was like, hey, like, your body doesn't prefer glutamates. Like, this is how you should eat most of the time. Like, if you have some glutamates, it's okay, you know? And also, here's a solution if you do willingly choose to go out and have charcuterie and wine that may not necessarily... Which we know we love, which is so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) It's not saying you can never have that again, but here are some tools that can support, like, kind of that... I mean, I kind of hate the word detoxing, but, like, the to help your body work through that in a way that's not necessarily going to be really harmful. So I don't know if that really answered your question, but I really love your approach. And then also the fact that like, this is a non-changing, non-changing information about myself for the most part that yeah. I can like lean back on. No, that totally answers it. You're right. And it's like, it is that like North star compass that you can come back to at any time. I mean, there's, you know, there's a reason why it's called a blueprint. It's like, it literally is kind of giving you those cheat codes for your body for you to return back to. We don't have to use them every single day, 24 seven, but you have them. And the fact that it's not something you have to retest. I know we talked about this, like getting food sensitivity tests every three Mm -hmm. to six months, like that can be very exhausting. And also just kind of like whiplash, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) going back Mm -hmm. and forth, like, Oh, I could eat this last month, but now my, you know, my testing is telling me like, my gut doesn't like this. Mm -hmm. Well, let's like work with the foundations, which is the genes. So Absolutely. That being said, we want to like kind of go down your panels. You did the full six panel blueprint, which included not only your nutrition, your supplementation, your detox pathways, your sleep, athletic performance, which was a really fun one to do for you. <laughs> like an elite athlete. We all <laughs> no <knew> big that. <laughs> deal. <laughs> and then also your hormone panel, which was really cool. So we're going to kind of go over like a high level overview in the time we have together and just talk about each section and kind of the high points of each. You know, if you're listening and you've done your blueprint before, you know, it can be kind of all encompassing and consuming and a little bit overwhelming, but it's, it's good to be able to kind of like dwindle it down to like the heavy hitters and the things that are really really important and really impactful for you to incorporate right away. So we're going to talk about some of that. Let's do it. All right. So nutrition is the one we're going to start with because in my opinion, it is just one of the most impactful areas. As far as our genes are concerned, nutrition can upregulate and turn off and turn on many genes that impact a lot of lifestyle and, you know, really factors that can affect us over time, like you talked about with the insulin resistance. So the first thing I had on the list to talk about was actually the blood sugar balance and the insulin resistance propensity that was showing up on your report and how enlightening that was for you because of the blood work you had done and just in general, the fact that balancing your blood sugar and keeping that top of mind is something that is mega important for you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with that, we had, you know, you confirmed some things Mm -hmm. and really saw 
I think a lot of great benefits, just like keeping that in mind and being mindful of that over the last few months. So can you shed some light on a little bit about that? Yeah. So my, so what it showed, I'm going to also be referencing my custom wellness report. So we're, we're doing broad, but like what Becca sent me just for y'all's information is, is very, it's still like highlights the most important things, but it's very in depth. And also I still have access to like the whole the whole video like recording of everything we went through but so the insulin resistance stuff like i mentioned before i started to kind of have a an idea that this was something that i was struggling with because i used to a lot more would get like hangry (laughs) and like shaky and like having to constantly just feel like I was like eating something all the like little things here and there all the time. And so the, like you said, the genetic test confirmed that I have some like insulin resistance issues. And one of the things that we talked through was in creating my custom supplement. And again, this is just me. I'm not, if I say I'm taking this supplement, this particular thing, like don't go out and like take this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because yeah. this is like literally custom, like oriented for me. But it was one of the substances that I'd never really heard of. I think it was like berberine mm-hmm. that was like, yes, we can make you in your custom like multivitamin, essentially this, this we can add this to it, which is really going to help. So that was one of the things. But then we also talked about the different types of grains and things to avoid and to incorporate. So lower GI foods, like pairing, like food pairing, I thought was really cool that we talked about that. So eating when I am going to be eating like simple carbs or sugars, trying to eat them with a protein and fat and a fiber to kind of like aid that blood sugar process. And I also thought it was really cool because we talked about my body's propensity or my preference for fats. Mm -hmm. And it's just slightly, right? Like, I I think it was like, I forget the exact percentages, but like just eating a slightly higher fat diet than maybe like the standard American macros would suggest. And I think that was cool too, because it kind of like, it makes sense, right? Like maybe slightly less carbs, a little bit more fats, and that's also going to kind of help keep my blood sugar balanced a little bit more. Yeah. I just think it's fascinating. It is. And your genes, you know, with your fat panel, we get a deep dive into not only like saturated fat, but also the omega-3s, the omega-6s. We get a deep dive into what your body prefers on all of that. So talking about fats, you know, your specific genetic makeup actually gives you a little bit of genetic privilege when it comes to saturated fat, when it comes to especially the monounsaturated fats, like your body loves those, your body loves omega-3s. It loves to, you know, keep omega-6s on the lower side, which makes sense because they're more inflammatory. But again, that's kind of blanket statement. A lot of, some people that I see have a higher preference towards omega-6s. So it really? Just really de- you yeah, see I mean, that? I do see that. Wow. And so that's why this kind of work is so important because we can say all day long, you know, there's like a big, you know, I don't know, controversy about fats out there. Like, of course, the higher processed seeds oil, seed oils are not great for our health as a general rule of thumb. But some people, you know, even with like the healthier omega-6s, like some people will just constantly be ingesting those and their body actually prefers omega-3s or vice versa. Mm. And so it's just, it's really interesting when you can get that, put that puzzle together and see how the genes are working, you know, not only with your insulin resistance panel, but like the fats are kind of like 
playing into that, you know, Mm -hmm. like give yourself higher fats, you know, your body isn't somebody isn't, isn't really interested in having like high carbohydrates, high protein. It really likes fat. Mm. It likes, you know, moderate, low to moderate carb intake and then like a standard protein intake. And so, you know, with activity, you know, increasing protein and doing all that, we're able to look at what your ideal macros would look like, what your suggested kind of plate would look like and give you a little bit of flexibility there, which Mm -hmm. I think is awesome. And then I think like (laughs) the biggest, you mentioned it earlier with the glutamate, but like the biggest takeaway from your report for me too was also the glutamate. And I think that because it is such a impactful area, the people that have this on the report, me included, we are definitely glutamate sisters in this. (laughs) It's huge because like you, you know, I was having a lot of gluten-free grains in my diet when I went gluten-free and saw improvements. And then I quickly realized that like, oh my gosh, like I'm still not feeling better. I'm having brain fog and I'm having, you know, heightened anxiety. For me, it was, it looked a lot like, you know, excess glutamate looked a lot like anxiety. For you, it looked a lot like digestive distress. It Mm -hmm. looked like, you know, leg movements and inflammation and headaches and things like that. And once you scale back on it, even just in a sense of like take inventory of what are you ingesting daily that's high glutamate? And Mm -hmm. then kind of just cut it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. What did that, you know, I know that process was probably like a little bit daunting. What did that look like once you started to really kind of like cut down on the glutamate? It's like one of those things, like, I feel like it's a slow, it was a slow drip. So it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I cut out all the glutamates and I instantaneously felt better. But now on the flip side of it, I see, I am able to kind of like look back. I do see my anxiety so much improved. So, because I mean, can, before I before I dive in, can you give people a, like, a, I'm kind of putting you on the spot, like a semi rundown of like what glutamate is and can do in the body? Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's great. I'm glad we're doing that. So glutamate, it's known by many names. It can be, you know, referred to as free glutamate, glutamic acid, More commonly, we've heard it referred to as MSG. Mm -hmm. And when we think about MSG, we think, okay, well, duh, like I I don't eat that because that's not good for us. We've heard that for years and like nobody wants MSG. But the problem is, is that glutamic acid glutamate is also readily available. It's it's essentially an amino acid and it's readily available in a lot of like raw and natural foods, but it's also really prevalent in things like collagen and casein, which is in dairy, the carrageenan, these things that we're starting to like really get more scientific evidence behind, but also fermented things and, you know, gelatin, which can include a lot of supplement capsules. It can include anything that's been hydrolyzed, anything that's been heavily processed, the higher the process source, the higher the glutamate. And then it's also present in things like oats and corn and certain grains like wheat and farro and barley. So it's no surprise that somebody that, you know, is ingesting gluten and dairy is having, you know, hopefully not glutamate issues, but if they're genetically predisposed to having that sensitivity, which comes from our GAD genes, then this is just causing issues behind the surface. It's, you know, also 
different things like low to moderate food sources can be, you know, mushrooms and tomatoes and spinach and things that I'm like, don't think that you can't eat these things ever again, but just take inventory of where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And it also doesn't mean that you have to be completely grain free. Like I have found through my own research and client reports and my own, you know, experiences that most people with this grain sensitivity with these GAD genes can tolerate, you know, rice and quinoa and buckwheat since, you know, quinoa and buckwheat aren't really grains and rice is so, can be so supportive for us if we're eating it with the proper pairings. And then kind of a mind blowing thing about glutamate is it can cause symptoms like in excess, basically it acts as this excitatory neurotransmitter in our body. And so what that does is it can increase, you know, poor sleep, brain fog, poor digestion, anxiety. It can lead to leaky gut. There's a chart on the nourishedblessings.com, which is a really great resource for this as well, about the importance of the glutamate and the GABA relationship. And when your glutamate is in excess, your GABA, which is your calming neurotransmitter, goes down. And so when our body doesn't have enough GABA, it's it's no surprise that our anxiety, our impulsivity, like motor control, night wakings, all of that stuff goes up and increases and our calming, you know, sensory integration, all of that goes down. And so once we can get that under control and kind of, you know, support our body better and getting rid of that glutamate, we feel just so much better. It's getting hot in here. So take a wait. It's not that kind of podcast, but it is getting hot in here. And I need to fill you in on one of my latest obsessions from Paleo Valley, their new essential electrolyte powders. I've been a longtime fan of electrolytes added to my water. And one of the main reasons I do is because all of the bennies, y'all. With a careful selection of ingredients, Paleo Valley ensures you get the full package. Their electrolytes feature a harmonious blend of minerals, including magnesium, potassium, sodium, and all sourced from nature's finest. These essential nutrients work wonders, promoting hydration, supporting muscle function, and maintaining overall balance in your body. Whether you're an athlete, a fitness enthusiast, or simply someone who wants to stay at the top of their game, Paleo Valley's electrolytes are a game changer. Oh, and did I mention that they've got something for everyone? With light flavors like orange, lemon, and watermelon, you'll be sipping on electrolyte goodness like never before. And I love that these come in bulk packaging, so less waste and more control over the amount of flavor for your personal taste. If you're ready to take your hydration game to the next level, head over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and get 15% off your order. No code needed. Trust me, your body will thank you. Oh, gosh. And that's like, truly, I feel it it was mind blowing, too, because like, I'm not or it didn't show up genetically that I have like a gluten or dairy sensitivity, but there's crossover, like you'd mentioned, the casein and like wheat with the glutamate. So it's like, I don't know. I just think it's so mind blowing to really be able to pinpoint exactly what it is in those foods that are potentially causing issues. And for me, like my anxiety, like I've dealt with anxiety for a very long time. I feel like I am in a much calmer headspace about life. It's great. And again, I'm not perfect. Like there are definitely times where I'm like, I'm eating. I don't even know. I can't even think of what I would be eating, like a real flour tortilla from the taqueria, you know, like I'm going to have it. Yeah. But for the most part, it feels really empowering to like know what to avoid and then like stock my pantry with 
those items. So I always have them on hand. One big thing for me was like, just, I miss, I miss dairy (laughs) and (laughs) I still have it occasionally, but like I trans or I, oh my gosh, what's the word? I switched over my coffee creamer to this brand that I found that I love Elmhurst shout out, no gums and you can get it on thrive. And it's just been like a game changer because it's that was something like for me that I was using every single every day. day. So it yeah. made sense for me to really try and find an alternative. And so that's been great. I've like you said, I struggle with restless leg mm. and like these just muscular issues for as far back as I can remember. And that has been exponentially better, partly because we also, I guess we'll talk about supplementation too, but like really pinpointed a certain type of magnesium that I need as well. And then headaches. So like one thing that I've, this just confirmed, I have always tried to drink like kombucha (laughs) and I, cause it's good for you, right? Like everyone's like, this is good for you. You should have it. (laughs) Every time I, I would drink it, I would get a headache just like, almost sometimes debilitating and the same with like sparkling waters that have like natural flavors in them every time i drink one i would get a headache the only one i can drink is spindrift because it doesn't have natural flavors but like glutamate is in that right like yeah okay yes it's sneaky it's kind of one of those things that like natural flavors citric acid like it can be hiding in that and it Mm -hmm. it's not always hiding in it but there's no way like to look at a label and go oh this has like 100 grams of glutamate like it's it's not like that and so when we do these experiments on ourselves and say like, oh my gosh, that was causing me a headache. Like for me, it was corn. Like I was having a ton of corn because like, okay, it's gluten-free. Like, let me eat all the corn. And it was just like overloading my system with glutamate every single day. And let me tell you, I eat chips and salsa like whenever I want because (laughs) I've spent so long detoxing from glutamate that now when I have it, I have more flexibility, Mm -hmm. but I also notice it quicker. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I had chips and salsa. Like I have a little bit of that un like that restless feeling. It just mm-hmm. it adds this like kind of like buzzing kind of restless feeling in the body. But the cool thing is, is there's so many tools, like you said, not only did the magnesium that showed up on your report, you know, help you for a lot of things, but it also helps to counteract some of those excitatory glutamate symptoms. Mm-hmm. And so like just knowing that you have tools and like almost, you know, biohacks to mm-hmm. reach to that are essentially very easy for us to access. Absolutely. It like, it's kind of just weird how it all, a lot of it intertwines and it's not just like one thing only helps one aspect of what showed up on my genetics. It's like, I don't know. It's like all intertwined. These bodies are amazing. (laughs) Bodies are amazing and the genes are amazing. And I like to tell people like, don't focus in on one single panel because it may look like, oh yeah, let's just dive hard into this. But the genes, they work together. And so sometimes like you'll see, and like my job as a coach is to look at your report as a whole and go, okay, this is coming up on multiple areas. So this Mm -hmm. is something that can impact so many things for her and not just impact one area. So we're going to go that route. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to really focus on that. Yeah, kind of like the 80-20 a little bit. It's like there's so much we could focus on and we try to within a certain like with within a certain realistic like realm. But like for the most part, I loved when you kind of took everything They're like, okay, these are the the things that are repeatedly showing up. Let's like really double down on these specific things. Yeah, absolutely. So good. So good. Yeah, that was really like, there's so much more to the nutrition panel, but those three things were very, very like important and heavy hitting and just 
really high impact for you. And then next we dove into the supplement panel, which we kind of alluded to that what happens in the supplement panel is you actually look at every single micronutrient that's available to us and that our body needs for certain functions. And it tells us not only like how high of a need do you have genetically, but it also tells us, do you have any issues or any pathways that need support for the conversion of things? And so specifically for you, learning about your unique needs for micronutrients, but also the right forms of B12 and the right forms of vitamin A so that you could convert it effectively and not waste your money on supplements that had maybe the incorrect form for you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll say that because not everybody's the same. When you're getting something off the shelf, you may be buying a supplement that has, you know, a lot of great ingredients, but you're taking four or five or six or 12 things that maybe Mm -hmm. your body doesn't even need. So it's like, okay, that's kind of an expensive, you know, thing to kind of waste money on. So let's chat a little bit about your custom genetic blend of supplements and kind of like how eye-opening that was and also how, you know, I know like hopefully you don't mind me saying this, but like you ran out for like a couple weeks and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, I noticed it. <laughs> like, I'm like that's good. Like I love that because I've definitely done that too. And you're like, man, I didn't realize how how well I was feeling on them until right. I took them away. <laughs> totally. And that was like, it was kind of like an unintended experiment because so based off everything that you found in all of the panels, you were really able to kind of pull exactly what I need in very specific forms. And like, you know, knowing that like, I think there was one thing on there that you had mentioned. You can correct me if I'm wrong. You probably don't know it off the top of your mind, but like, I don't, I don't think that I process like environmental vitamin D or something like that. It was like very some, something along those like I I don't I, I need think it. you might be thinking of the vitamin A. Oh, vitamin where, A. Yes, that's what yeah, it was. the vitamin A. So for you genetically, your body doesn't convert it. You have a very low conversion of vitamin A, and so there's two forms on the market that we can get, which are either going to be the active or the inactive form. And a lot of the times, we see it in the beta carotene form because that's the like vegetable form, right? It's like people are like, oh, it's so so great for you, which yeah, it's great, but the active form, the palmitate form or the retinoic acid form, there's a lot of buzz out there about like, don't, don't ingest retinoic acid. Like it's not, you know, don't, it's not great for you. Like it's the active form. So your body can convert it. Some people's body can convert it, but yours genetically doesn't convert very well. So we actually have to give you the palmitate form in the beginning so that your body doesn't have to do the extra work to convert it. Since it doesn't know how you're kind of just like flushing vitamin A down the toilet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was, that was like fascinating to hear. And then I know we taught, we included like certain things for blood sugar. We included certain things for like specific B12, B vitamins that I needed. Gosh, what else? Oh, and I, what I really loved was how you, we created this custom wellness blend which was, it's incredible. But also I was like, and I also really use and love certain Paleo Valley products. Can you look at these and tell me, like, can we maybe leave some things out of the custom blend and then I can take these because I'm really loving them. And so you were able to kind of like take a look at everything and be like, yes, that will meet the needs that you need, that your body requires on these certain things. And then, and actually a big one for me was what we found out about probiotics. Yeah. (laughs) Because I just feel like 
probiotics are another one of those like blanket things. Like everyone needs to be on a probiotic, which I I think they're great, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they do so much. But for me, because I have like a low, I think it's I forget how you worded it, but like the a, histamine processing. Yes, like a <laughs> lower histamine processing. Some of the standard like strains might be like triggering for me, right? In certain aspects that, in regards to histamine, and so being able to pinpoint that like I actually need a specific histamine friendly probiotic I think was huge very huge that yeah. probiotic you messaged me like after taking you're like this is this is life-changing <laughs> I, I mean, love that I don't want to go TMI but like just just the digestive help that it has provided is yeah. huge and I just had never made that connection that I might be using something that I thought was helpful but maybe not yeah, there's so many, yeah, there's so many beneficial strains out there and it, it can get a little overwhelming with, again, kind of that wellness noise of like, oh my gosh, this one looks like a popular one. Like maybe I'll take, maybe I'll try this, but you know, instead of like having to experiment on ourselves and, you know, spend money to experiment on ourselves, it's like, let's find out what probiotic would be useful for you. If you need to go on a histamine friendly one, then that's, that's very easy to get and really kind of affordable too. Yeah, it really was. And then I loved in regards to the histamine, your recommendation for the, the histamine blocker yep. has also been kind of game changing because it's like you said, it's like, we're still going to have like our charcuterie and wine nights, yeah, but we're able to take this specific supplement as needed to just, you know, mitigate some of that response. And yeah. both Tim and I need that. Yeah. I, I didn't even mention that Tim also got his genetics done. He did. Yeah. He did. And so that's one thing that we're like, did you bring the histamine blockers? <laughs> date night? Date yeah. night? <laughs> I know. I think we said like all the cool kids are taking histamine blockers now because <laughs> it's true. I find that there are so many people out there, just my clients alone, like I can speak to a lot of them are now taking histamine blockers if they do have that genetic, you know, makeup where they're sensitive to histamines or they don't process them as well, or sometimes both, because just taking a Dow enzyme can be super supportive for that pathway. And, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you in that boat. Like I love to go on date night with my husband. I love to enjoy wine with girlfriends. And I know that like, I'm not doing that every single day, but when I want to do it, I want to have freedom to do it, but also support my body and support my genes. And Mm -hmm. I think that that is something that a lot of people forget. Like we don't have to be restrictive and hardcore to like live life and have fun, but also support our bodies in the way that we were designed. Absolutely. I love it. I love it so much. Another thing, I mean, I could talk about the supplement stuff for hours, but the two other things that were kind of eye-opening for me was not eye-opening, but just helpful was narrowing down the type of glycinates or sorry, the type of magnesiums that were specifically going to support me because there's so many out there so many, and people are like, just take magnesium, just take, but how much? And like, what kind? And like, some of them are like, just, you know, tearing up your gut, like, you know? So for me, just knowing, okay, this is the specific one that I need was just so empowering. Yeah. And like uh, what it will target, you yes. know, it's it's really great when you can look at a magnesium and say, okay, this is not only going to help my sleep, but it's going to also help me with that glutamate clearing because we know we're not going to live a zero glutamate life. And magnesium is something that we're all kind of like, there's a world deficiency in. Mm-hmm. So we know we need to take it, but it's like, okay, what kind? Yeah. 
Totally. And that was so helpful. Again, another just time and money saver for me. It's like, I'm not just taking this and flushing it down the toilet, essentially, because my body's not using it. And to that point, the collagen is a glutamate thing, right? For us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the collagen, the reason why this can be so kind of like controversial or just almost like unpopular opinion, so to speak, is that collagen is everywhere right now. You see it all over the place. Like everybody is talking about collagen. And if you have, you know, Jess's genes and and my genes and a lot of other people that have a the GAD pathways, there's only five genes there that we're really looking at and they're all in the GAD family. So really it's very specific and it's the likelihood is that you may have one or two of these, you know, genetic SNPs or genetic variants. And if you do, the glutamate is high. Collagen is also, you know, very processed. If you think about it, it's a powder. So we have to get it from the bone to powder, which, you know, there are a lot of really great sources out there, but the higher the process, the higher the histamines as well. And so for somebody with both like you, Jess, Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of hitting you from both angles. And Mm so knowing that, you know, for protein powder or for, you know, a boost of protein, you can take other things Mm -hmm. like a vegan source of protein. And then, you know, glycine powder is something that I personally recommend, and also take as an alternative to collagen, not for the protein benefits, because it's not going to have protein in there, but for the amino acid benefits. Mm -hmm. And so like you can, and also it's like $18 versus, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. 50 or I don't know how much collagen costs these days, because I haven't been on it in a while. And it's just, you know, who wants to take something that is actually going to be doing the opposite effect? Like Mm -hmm. you said earlier, it's like, it may not be, you know, hurting you, right now, but like, it's not helping you in the long run. And it kind of is just, you know, potentially causing some of those underlying things that you are experiencing. Totally. It's just fascinating. And so now I'm like, nope, no thanks. Like I don't need collagen. (laughs) I'm going to get that from an alternative source or just a different way. And that has been really empowering. I mean, I think those are like the main ones. I feel like also talking about the nitric oxide support for me was really cool because we've been mouth taping for a really long time and people think that we are so weird at least in our family they're like what I actually love it. <laughs> I, I love it too and bear has been taped like doing mouth taping too he asked for it every single night it's so cute but just also reinforcing that like some of the things that we're already doing is are going to help some of the things that we're showing up in that yeah, like regard. absolutely. Yeah. Knowing that you needed support with that and hearing that you were already doing that is great because nasal breath work and just making sure that you're breathing, you know, out of your nose at night is like one of the most important things you can do. And guess what? It's also like essentially free yes. because you're just taping your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Is there anything else we missed on the supplementation? I have a quick question. Yeah. So which ones do you feel like if someone is like, okay, I can't do all six panels or how, six, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. Which Absolutely. one do you think is that like, you know, the most bang for your buck? Yeah. You mentioned nutrition. Bang. Yeah. Most bang for your buck and how, where I guide everyone to if they want to just get started and get like, you know, the heavy hitters is nutrition, supplementation, and environmental detox. Those would be the top three. If you have to narrow it down to less than that, nutrition and supplementation, I think go hand in hand. We can learn a lot from those 
you know, even without having the detox panel, the detox panel is what we were going to talk about next, which is where we, where we actually see the histamine genes. So that's helpful, but you can kind of get some clues from those other panels that will tell us that. And like the good news too, is that you may decide to do two or three panels right now. And then later, if you want to do the other ones to break it up for cost reasons, or just for like sheer, like, you know, yourself, and maybe you don't want to know about all six right off the bat, you don't have to rerun your data. Like you don't have to re-swab. It's, Mm -hmm. it's there. It's in a secure portal. Like you said, you have access to it 24 seven. We can just get that new report whenever somebody's ready for those other panels. If they ever are, maybe, maybe it's enough to just get that nutrition piece for them. Yes, absolutely. Well, let's dive into detox because yeah. I, I love this part of it because yeah. I feel like I get, I'm get i getting s- sort of like a gold star, like A plus in this area. You I are. mean, not genetically, but what I'm doing to support myself. The thing, yeah, the thing I actually wanted to cover is like you definitely get a gold star for your lifestyle when it <laughs> comes you. to detox because the biggest thing that we found here was that your environmental toxin panel showed, you know, highly sensitive And it's not uncommon to be highly sensitive to that because we know that toxins are all around us, right? Like you talk about it all the time. We, we hear about it all the time. And genetically, this means that you're sensitive to things more than other people like BPA, phthalates, PFAS, like all of the things. Right. Mm -hmm. And I told you at your report, I was like, this is validation for everything that you stand for. Like Mm -hmm. this is validation for your, like your core mission statement. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really great to know because it's expensive to live a low tox, you know, lifestyle Mm -hmm. in some ways. And it's also something that a lot of people around us may not understand. And so when we're doing these things, it's like, it gives you that boost of confidence or that validation to say like, this is why, like, this is why I'm really, I'm really sensitive to this. So likely my kids are, you know, likely like my whole family is. And so mm-hmm. it's really, as a mom, it's something that you can kind of like pat yourself on the back for and say like, this is worth it. Absolutely. I think all of the stuff that was covered in this doc- detoxification panel was so cool. Tell me, can you touch about the methylation because I yeah. feel like that's such a buzzword. It's like it is. methylation <laughs> and like it's confusing and people are like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, so it is. My, What is my methylation? Your methylation status was really ideal, yeah. which is I think maybe even like shocking to you because mm-hmm. you were like, I was sure like maybe my methylation wasn't going to be great because it gets talked about all the time. Yeah. That's the MTHFR. Like that is step, the MTHFR. Right? Yeah. And so what happens with methylation is there are a few genes that go into it, not just the MTHFR. You've got the COMT gene, which is another really like buzzword popular gene. It's it's something that's a high impact gene as well. So we look at those two mainly and a, and some other genes like a handful of other genes. And there's the thing with MTHFR is people are like, oh, I have the mutation. And really we should be asking like, which one? There's Mm. so many. Mm -hmm. There's not just this one MTHFR, you know, variant. A lot of people will Mm -hmm. be like, I've got the mutation, but it's really just what is your variant? And so for you, you had you know, the ideal amount of MTHFR activity, meaning optimal methylation in your body. Now, can other things affect this lifestyle-wise? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, we can always support our methylation. But knowing that this isn't something you need to spend a ton of time or energy or thoughts on is really great. Totally. Because there's other things that I need to spend time time and thoughts on. Like, my glutathione, I think I need support in that area, which was included in my, like 
custom supplement. Yep. I'm trying to think. There were some things that were cool. Like I'm I'm not necessarily like really sensitive to mold. No. I mean, obviously, like we all kind of want to avoid mold, but like yeah. it's probably not going to impact me on the level that it might impact other people. Yeah, absolutely. And but I think lime, lime, on the other hand, mm-hmm. was something, yeah, like if you had exposure, like be proactive with that because lime is something you can have potential, you know, long-term health effects from or like not as fun, desirable health effects from lime for you. Right, right. And then, yeah, like we talked about mitochondria function and how like you can support this with not only movement and exercise, but vitamin A. And so mm-hmm. knowing that okay, great. Like your body needs this vitamin A to support your mitochondria, but now you're taking the right form for you is also where that kind of goes back together and like works together. Totally. I think there was an, I'm, I'm intrigued. So eventually we want to get the kids, their panels done. Yeah. But one of the things you had talked about was like with some of these detox pathways being impacted and histamine and all of that was that I may have some like after exposure to certain foods and things that I could have some like ADHD. Yes. Yeah. And I see that. And I also have seen it with with bear, with bear specifically. And I just it's like it's so intriguing to me. Yeah. And that one actually shows up in the histamine panel, which is really interesting to think about it in the histamine panel, but we talk about food-based histamines and what it can tell us is basically like how your body and how your genes respond to food additives. This can look like, you know, all of the things that we try to avoid, but it can also look like, you know, the, the dyes and the things like that. And if we know that you have a decreased function here to not only break histamine outside of the gut, but also inside of the gut down. And you've got this ADHD propensity after you're exposed to food additives. It's something that as a mom, like that is so empowering. So empowering. I mean, just incredible. And I feel like, you know, I'm thinking ahead in the future of like, we get the panels done for the kids, it's like, instead of just being like, no, you can't have that because, because I said so, you know, because it's not good for you or whatever. It's like, Hey, this is why like your body is going to like, not like this very much. Yeah. And so it's a much more like educate versus like fear tactic approach and bear. I will say, I mean, he's nine. He is so fascinated. Every time we talk about like Tim and I's results, or we say like, Oh, like, Something to do with the genetics. If he's like, I can't wait to get mine done. <laughs> oh, I love that. My oldest is the same way. He's always talking about it. And we've done his genes. And, you know, like he's the type of guy like Bear that he's just like, knowledge is so mm-hmm. important to him and knowing the why behind it. Like he's not going to listen to me if I say like, don't eat that because I said so. But he's going to listen to me if I say, hey, this is better and supportive for our body. Mm-hmm. That's going to be more empowering to him as well, which I think as a mom, like you want that. We don't want mm-hmm. to like go back to the days where we grew up and it was like, this is bad. This is good. Like, let's not, let's not deem it bad or good. Yeah. Like, let's just tell us like how our body is going to feel when we do eat that. Absolutely. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah. Anything else on the detox? No, that was good. We talked a lot about the histamine in the supplementation panel as well, Mm -hmm. but that definitely is is a game changer to know that Mm -hmm. about your body Mm -hmm. because you get those recommendations on like what you can take to help that. And then as far as like the last three panels, sleep was super, I feel like super important for you because Mm -hmm. we learned that your sleep, we call them sleep movement genes basically, were like the ones that were expressing for you were definitely those, the Mm -hmm. sleep movement combined with those GAD genes because the GAD genes, you know, that glutamate 
is essentially like the story behind Mm -hmm. why these leg movements were happening and why like you can feel restless and and not able to like just get a really good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know you guys had done a lot of stuff in the sleep department as far as like making that even before you got your jeans done, making that like a really priority, Mm -hmm. really big priority. So combining what you learned about the glutamate and then your foundational needs for some of the B6 and magnesium, which actually also helps to upregulate those genes in sleep. You know, how has sleep, how has your sleep experience been since doing all that? Hey there, friends. Pausing this episode to share a bit about our wonderful friend, Brianna White, a fantastic real estate agent based in Bend, Oregon. She's also a wife, mama, and a member of this awesome Modern Mamas podcast community. She has a super unique approach to real estate, which includes using her mobile Airstream bar for open houses and housewarming parties. And she offers a complimentary family photo shoot for her clients in their new home and then presents them with a beautiful coffee table book to cherish this major life milestone. I wish I had that when I moved into my home. Seriously. So cool. So if you're in Bend and looking for a real estate agent who truly understands the needs of a modern family, connect with our amazing sponsor. She's the perfect partner to help you find or sell your dream home. Even if you're not in Bend, Oregon, our fantastic sponsor, Brianna, can still help with your real estate needs. That's right. Brianna has access to top real estate agents all over the country, and she's more than happy to help you find the perfect agent for your needs, no matter where you are now or where you're looking to move. She does the legwork for you, interviewing agents in your area or your desired location, and then making a personal introduction to ensure you're working with someone who truly understands your needs and preferences. It's like having a personal real estate matchmaker. (laughs) So whether you're in Bend or anywhere else in the country, don't hesitate to reach out to Brianna. Let someone else do the searching when it comes to finding a great real estate agent. You deserve the best and Brianna will help make that happen. Supporting our sponsor can be as simple as following her on Instagram at Brianna Sells Bend. That's at B-R-E-A-N-A Sells Bend, where you'll find great content, education, gorgeous homes, and family adventures. I'm sure you, you will connect with her just like we have. Thank you, friends, for supporting our podcast by considering our sponsor, Brianna, for your real estate needs. Check her out at Brianna Sells Bend dot kw.com that's b-r-e-a-n-a sellsbend.kw.com brought to you by brianna white broker with keller williams realty central oregon equal housing opportunity now let's dive back into our episode i have felt a lot better in terms of the restless leg and now recently and i will probably say i've been a lot more less i'm more lax with like in terms of like eating certain things that probably have more glutamate in it. My sleep was kind of off the last couple of weeks. And also one of my kids hid the vitamin. Oh no! (laughs) I mean, I don't think hid is the right word. They were misplaced misplaced it. And like, we literally just cleaned their room this past weekend and I found everything. So (laughs) again, another thing where it's like, oh my gosh, like I need to be taking this, these supplements consistently because it was directly affecting my my sleep quality and so that's that's just been huge it's like these are not negotiables negotiables for me I mean taking them the magnesium is something that I have not missed a day yeah taking because I'm like I know what will happen you can feel it yeah I can feel it and so that's been great I think it was also really cool I learned that like melatonin is like probably not going to be very effective for me because that's another like common supplement that's thrown around all the time in terms of like, Oh, you can't sleep, like take melatonin. And 
you know, that's not going to work for me. And I think they're, I'm looking at something right now, extended slow release melatonin should be avoided at all costs. Yeah. On my like, Your body breaks it down so slowly. So like not only genetically do you not really benefit because you have a diminished response to it, but your body breaks it down so slowly that like, if you were to take extended release melatonin, like you're basically waking up and like, it's kicking in when you wake up. And so you're oh like, gosh. gonna go about your day so groggy. It's not going to be fun for you. Absolutely. I mean, I don't want that at all. And then the other cool thing is about the sleep was like, just knowing approximately how many hours and when approximate like bed and wake times are best for me. Oh, something we didn't touch on that I think was in the nutrition panel, but also applies here is like my caffeine, your caffeine genes and your caffeine metabolism. Yeah, that's in the supplement panel. And it is really enlightening for people. Because yeah, I don't know why we didn't have that written down. But your caffeine genes, like you're a slow metabolizer and you're also prone to feeling those jitters mm-hmm. with caffeine, which, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a person with that, you likely know that by now yeah, because you totally. drink it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm bouncing off the walls. <laughs> but like your body actually loves, you know, L-theanine supplementation along with caffeine because it can promote that relaxed feeling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think you've been really enjoying like getting some of that green tea in there, mm-hmm, getting some mm-hmm. of the matcha, like you know, not avoiding coffee in general, but like just knowing. Yes, absolutely. And I also avoid, really try and stick to a hard, like I'm trying not to drink coffee past like 12-ish one because I know that, you know, it's, I'm not going to process it as quickly. On the other hand, we have Tim and I think (laughs) you as well, potentially, who can like drink coffee at like 5 p.m. and like be totally fine, which I hate you both. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Tim and I will be like cheersing coffee at 8 p.m. if we ever like do a double date. It's hilarious. You and Doug will be drinking green tea. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I just think that's so empowering, too, because, you know, if you're someone that loves coffee and, you know, either way, like maybe you have the genes where you know that you don't it's you're not going to process it well. You can adjust and, uh, you know, hopefully still get your caffeine in such a way that like makes sense for you. But also if you love coffee and you can process it, yay, yay for you. Yeah. More power to you. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. And there's so many different hacks. Like I, I, I am like the queen of trying to find solutions for my clients. Like if somebody tells me like Becca, I love caffeine. You just told me I'm a slow metabolizer and I, shouldn't have a cup after 12, but like, that's a non-negotiable. I have a two o'clock coffee every day. Like we will find ways to help you have coffee. Like there's coffees out there. Like I drink the King every day, even though I'm a fast metabolizer Mm -hmm. because it has the Reishi and it counteracts those negative effects. Like Mm -hmm. there's hacks and ways around every potential issue when it comes to something that somebody loves. Like I am not the type of coach that's going to be like, Nope, sorry, give it up. That's Mm -hmm. just not, that's not what we're about here. Yeah. And I love that. I love that about you. You're still so <laughs> awesome. You. Okay. Moving right along. Yeah. Athletic performance, which I was mean, probably like, I don't know, maybe your favorite panel because you got <laughs> to feel like a superstar, which you are. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was really cool. And it's so funny because every time I mention it, Tim's like, he just rolls his eyes. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm an elite athlete, right? <laughs> Yes, it's really great fuel for the husbands. I will say that for sure. But I just thought that was so cool. I mean, obviously, I'm not an elite athlete, but genetically, 
I think, how did you word it? Like you, they take the genetics of like other elite athletes and you kind of like put yourself up against that. Yeah, they take, we take the genes of like elite Olympic athletes in every category from VO2 max to how you fatigue, to how you recover, to how you do with strength training, how you do with, you know, endurance training, power and sprint, like all of that. We take those genes and we compare them to, you know, (laughs) a lot of genes of Olympic athletes. And when you kind of score on that scale, elite, like you're kind of made up the same way they are, which is Mm -hmm. really neat because, you know, for you, you definitely showed elite athletic ability in almost every category and specifically (laughs) like specifically really great with strength training, which Mm -hmm. is why I think it's fascinating because in y'all's catch up episode recently, you talked about how like you're really, you know, following your intuition when it comes to movement and like doing yoga every day, but also like incorporating strength back because you realize that like, Hey, like my muscle tone when I don't do strength exercise, like it doesn't it's not there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that totally checks out with your propensity towards like loving strength training, being Mm -hmm. excellent with strength training and also preferring, you know, those more like, you know, it's not a surprise to me that you recently like did a marathon because Mm -hmm. your endurance, like you prefer endurance over those really fast power and sprint moves. Yeah. And I think that's just so fascinating. I, I loved it all. I loved hearing about like the VO2 max and trainability. And obviously it's like, I have this, these abilities. Maybe if I like, you know, when I was 10, got into a sport, like life could have looked a lot different, but (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's so cool. And I think it was really cool about learning about the fatigue rate. Like I have a faster rate of fatigue, which I feel is really cool. But on the flip side, I also recover fairly quickly. And so like, while it may take a lot out of me in the moment, like I think my genes showed that like my recovery, like I can do well with like working it out. Yeah. Frequent workout exercises. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I think that that's really Mm -hmm. empowering. And I know for me, you know, personally, I just kind of stayed away from certain exercises for years because I thought like, I'm just not the person that does that. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that my genes like actually showed the opposite, when I started trying things, I like found like a new love for strength training Mm -hmm. and like higher weightlifting and things like that, that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have known if it wasn't for my genes. It kind of gave me permission to try things that were out of my comfort zone. Absolutely. And you know what an aha moment was for me was one of the panels that, or one of the things that showed up was an increased need for rotator cuff support over time. And I had spoken to you about this and I've shared about on the podcast, like a year or two ago, I had to stop CrossFit because I thought I was going to have to get shoulder surgery. I mean, yeah, that is like bananas to me Bananas that it was such a like correlation. And so now I know that like, I need to support my rotator cuff. I need to like, make sure that I'm doing, I'm just maintaining my shoulder health. And I mean, obviously everywhere else too, but specifically there. And it, it pointed to like doing practices like stretching and yoga. And like, now I'm doing that. And it's like, I don't know. It just feels, it's empowering. It's it's empowering. And it's kind of full circle. Like how many injuries could we avoid with these, even just like athletes that probably have had multiple injuries over their life, you know, they don't know that maybe they should have been supporting that the whole time and like really focusing on that support. It's, it's freeing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's really cool. If you're some, someone who is into, 
I mean, I think it's valuable information no matter like if you work out regularly or not. I But even if you're like, maybe have a history of not working out regularly, but because you feel like I'm not the kind of person who does XYZ or I could not be good at XYZ, I feel like whatever you find on your genetic report can really potentially change your mind about that. It can. Yeah, yeah. It, it really can. Or point you in the right direction. Like maybe you feel like you are not excellent at developing strength, but maybe your genes show that like you're going to be a great endurance runner. Like go do that thing then. Like, yeah, you know. try it out. Yeah. So anyways. <laughs> I love it. So last panel we talked about was hormones. And I think this was really awesome just because, I mean, as women, we, we know that hormones are support important and we know that hormone balance is super important. We, you know, found out a lot of things in your report, including like your cortisol response and production decreased response. The really big important part there is just working on mindfulness, morning sunlight, those can have the highest impact on cortisol. And I think that people forget about that because they're free and they don't cost anything, but they're hard to carve out time for, especially when cortisol is another buzzword out there. And people are like, do this for your cortisol. It's like, okay, but you don't have to do all the expensive things if you do these really high impact things first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then estrogen, I feel like with your estrogen panel, you know, you have you know, focused estrogen support is really important, but it also showed like post-menopause, it'll be really important. So it's something like, yay, we get to look forward to later down the line, <laughs> <laughs> which, which can be empowering too. Yes. Because, you know, you can look at it like, okay, maybe like just knowing when we're entering that phase of life, like returning back to that, like you said, like returning back to that. Mm-hmm. And then I thought this was interesting the bone density, like mm-hmm. having a really increased need for this genetically. I mean, if you think about genes, like we, we are getting that passed down from the the people in our family. Mm-hmm. And so like, we likely know somebody in our family that has had, you know, bone density issues. Mm-hmm. My mom. Your mom, <laughs> yeah, like, hello. And mm-hmm. so that's just, it confirms that. Yes. Like, so that was passed down to you. And Vitamin K strength training can really help support longevity and bone density over time. And so knowing that like that's in your supplement blend and you are in, you know, in your thirties and doing strength training as a practice is going to set you up for success in the Mm -hmm. long run, which I think is beautiful because, you know, we're, we're supporting it now Mm -hmm. ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I loved, I thought the hormone stuff was really fascinating too. And I've done hormone testing Testing. before Mm -hmm. like oh gosh the name is escaping me what's the name of the like gold standard hormone test the dutch test yes the dutch test i've done the dutch test with kate my friend kate who's a doctor and it was interesting because it also confirmed like that's a snapshot in time right like what we did with her and it confirmed genetically what like it, it reflected that essentially, like uh, some of the things with the estrogen processing and testosterone. Like yep. I need to get one of the things she said. Like you need to get up in the morning, <laughs> go see the get the sun in your eyes. Get the like, sun in your eyes. Go yeah. and and like strength train essentially for some of those like natural ways to to yeah. increase that. So again, it was just very like confirming of some of the things that were already showing up in other areas as well. 
Absolutely. I, I loved it. It was really great to do this. And I'm like, so excited that you wanted to share your results with your, your audience. I'm so thankful. Yes, thanks for coming on and chatting through everything. I, I hope this is helpful. I hope for people who like maybe are in a place where they want to like make this the year where they like, I don't know, just like take care of themselves, you know, like do the thing that they can use this as a tool because I feel like it just cuts the noise out and really allows you to get a very clear picture and direction moving forward. Gosh, even just going over this today, I'm like, oh, I've fallen off that. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to get back to like, doing that. I was having like an afternoon matcha and it's like that slow trickle of like, but I really want coffee. Let's just have coffee. But it's like, yeah. no, I, I feel like I need to keep this in front of me and like just reread it like every couple weeks to be like okay I do that all the time like I mean I refer back to my report all the time and I'm you know just because I'm you know coaching people on this doesn't mean that I don't have those same things like I'm like oh yeah I got to get back to basics on that like I've been having a lot of chips and salsa lately or whatever it may be (laughs) totally and like I was I think I was really focused on the glutamate stuff in the food and kind of neglecting how the histamine was showing up and so I think I've been really ingesting because Tim, I think has like a very like clear histamine. I can't remember for sure if this is true, but like he needs to avoid like most histamine foods. But I kept saying like, that's you. That's not me. And he's like, I thought that was you too. And I'm like, no, that's not me. I'm just glutamate. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm actually both. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, it's just, it's encouraging to be able to come back to those results and recalibrate because nobody's perfect. And this just gives you a place to go back to. Yeah. When, when things do kind of quote unquote go off the rails a little bit, but yeah. that's just life, you know, it is, it is. Yeah. It's part of the fun. You know, you can return back to it anytime, have, yes. have some fun and, and go back to it when you yeah. want. Absolutely. Well, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Where can we, I know we've shared before, but tell us again, how can we find you? How can we connect with you? If people are interested in learning more about what you do, I know you have a new course, which is really exciting. So please share. Yeah, yeah. I would love to connect with anybody. Your audience is the best ever. I'm on Instagram as mindbodyjeans, and my website is also mindbodyjeans.com. Super easy to remember. You can basically find me there. like mind body jeans anywhere. And then I do, I have a new course available. I decided to put out a course. It's called reset and refresh your energy through epigenetics and energetics. And yes, it's a mouthful, but Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do is give people a way to optimize their energy and vitality through epigenetic and energetic principles and tools without having to do their blueprint. But if you've done your blueprint, it's still going to be great for you because what we go through is just a step-by-step guide on how to optimize And you're going to learn epigenetic wellness tools, but also some really rad like subconscious tools and some heavy hitting manifesting tools as well. It kind of works together with the whole mind and body, you know, no pun intended there, (laughs) but it's really a great course. It's self-paced. You can take it, you know, on your own, but you have access to it for life with any future updates. It's really cool. I'm giving a special code for Modern Mamas listeners. So you guys, yeah, no, absolutely. The code is Modern Mamas and you get $100 off the program. The course is only $197. So you're essentially getting it for under $100. Wow. There's hours of video content. We did a live round of it in the beginning of January. So those, basically those students really had amazing feedback. And so I decided to turn it into a course with all the handouts, all the worksheets, you get really great tools that you can take with you, not just for the beginning of the year, but really for life, which I think is 
so invaluable. So I would love for you to check that out. I know Jess is going to link it. But yeah, so excited. That is so generous of you. Thank you so much. Um, I feel like this is going to be this is probably going to be like that entry level itch for a lot of people that they might like take the course and then be like, okay, I really need to like do the panel. I mean, I recommend just jumping in and doing the panel and working with you one on one. But I feel like this is such a good this is going to cover a lot of people's bases. Yeah, we had a good mix of students in the first round. And like there were students that had their blueprint done and there were students that didn't. And I think that like the people that didn't were exactly like you said, like, oh my gosh, I want to do it. And the people that had it were like, this was such a great like reminder and deep dive into like, now that I know my genes, I also can apply this along with what I learned. So I feel like it's, it's a good, it's a good course. I mean, to your, to your horn girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much. And everyone, thanks for tuning in and we will see you next week. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. I don't know what to say. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.